because I look cuter on the internet. You know that I look cuter on your phone. But still, I'll date you so I feel less alone. But please don't try to bring me home. No, no, with your host traps love. And Ariel, this is I look cuter on the internet. Okay, well, you enjoy your pizza rolls. I'm going to tell you about my night, all right? What's your name? So you... Oh, my God. Ariel, apathetic. Let me tell you about my night. And I'm Travis Love. Go ahead. Tell me about this night. Okay, so I think I might have mentioned it in the last fu- in the last episode that I was going to try to actually go on dates and do stuff like this. And I think I might have mentioned that I had a date tonight. Yeah. So, I actually went on the date, kind of. So, I matched with this guy, and he seemed okay. I wasn't, it wasn't like riveting conversation or anything. We were talking about Star Trek. So, you know, kind of key to my heart. I hated him. Okay, listen. (laughs) So, he was okay looking. Like, he looked like he might be one of those people that look better in person. And he had, like, a normal person job. He was so boring. Oh, my God. Let me. So, (laughs) he had, had like, a normal. Eat your fucking pizza rolls. He had, like, a normal person job. But he also was, like, a photographer. So, I was like, oh, okay. Here we go. Stability and art. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I didn't thoroughly stalk him, which everybody should do. I don't know what I was thinking because you should never match with somebody online and go on it, like agree to meet somebody online and not stalk their social media. Like there's a fucking reason why Instagram is linked to your fucking Tinders because like you should stalk people. You're supposed to stalk them. Okay. Like. There's this unspoken rule that we have that we're not supposed to mention the fact that we all stalk each other. Like, you shouldn't show up and be like, your sister looked beautiful at her wedding last week. You know, (laughs) you shouldn't do that. But there should also be, you know, like, we know that we're stalking each other. I didn't stalk him because I wasn't really that excited about this date or anything. I didn't really care that much. So it didn't really occur to me to stalk him until later. So I'm going to meet him at this bar. I get on the train, it's like 30 minutes, you know, and I send his phone number to my, you know, Cassie. So I send my phone number to my, or I send his phone number to my friend. Within like two seconds, she's like, he has a small dog, his mother is dead, this, this, this. And I'm like, what? How are you getting all this information? So she had found his Facebook, and then from the Facebook, she finds his Instagram, from the fucking Instagram, she finds out he is not only, like, in a relationship, but he's engaged. Ew. He's been with this girl for three fucking years. So I find this out as I'm getting off the train and I'm walking there. I am probably a minute away or less from walking into this fucking bar. And I get this message from her, like, don't go on the date. And I'm like, oh. So yeah, I called her and she tells me this and then she sends me all these screenshots of his Instagram and the girl he's with who is very pretty, like really pretty, hot, tattooed, and I'm like, oh, okay. 
So, yeah, so she's sending me all this. So I turn right around, and I walk back to the train, and I get back on the train, and he's texting me, like, oh, I just got here, this is where I am, blah, blah, blah. And I text him a screenshot of um, of him and the girl cuddling in bed, which is on his Instagram, and I'm like, yeah, dot, 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 I'm good. And instead of saying, you know, like, he, he didn't try to explain it away, he didn't do anything, he sent me a sad face and was like, you know, I don't remember what he said, like, have a good one or whatever. Bye. And I was like, yeah, you're the worst kind of person. So then I couldn't, like, I felt, I felt bad and I felt like, really awkward. But, like, his girlfriend's Instagram was linked to that fucking picture. So I went to her Instagram and I took the screenshots of his Tinder and of um, our Tinder conversation where he asked me for, out for a drink and of the screenshot of me sending him the picture and saying he's the worst kind of person. And I contacted her on Instagram and I sent her all of that. And I was like, hey, you know, I'm sorry, I don't know you and I don't know your relationship. Because, like, to be honest, I know that there are people out there who know that their people are on Tinder. Everybody's relationship, you know, no, we don't have cookie cutter relationships. If you're having, if you're open or whatever, that's fine. But say it on the Facebook or say it on the Tinder. There was no indication that he was with somebody or talking to somebody or nothing. And he's been with this girl for three years. And he didn't say, like, let's meet for drinks or friends. And then when I called him out on it, he didn't say she knows I have one or anything. So I'm led to believe that she doesn't know. That he's just cheating. His Tinder also says that he's new to the city where if you stalk him thoroughly, he's been living here for years. Oh, my God. They have a dog. They have a dog together. They clearly live together. Like, they, they share a pet, all right? So, I'm like, okay, so everything was, like, a fucking lie in this bio. This is crazy. So, I've got to believe that she doesn't know. So, I sent her an Instagram message with all the pictures, and I sent her, like, two messages. The one was, like, you know, all that stuff, like, you know, I know this is weird, whatever, but, like, if I was like, I've been cheated on before, and I definitely appreciate if somebody fucking told me. Because honestly, like, that's one of the things that's so annoying. You know, like, when you're getting cheated on, there's this there's this thing that people do that they just don't feel like they need to get involved in other people's business. And they don't tell the person getting cheated on that they're getting cheated on. And it's just shitty. Because you if you get cheated on, and everybody knows, and they don't think it's their business, you end up looking like a fucking idiot. Absolutely. You look like an idiot. Oh, my God. People are walking around, you know, and you know, after you know that you're being, that you were cheated on, you know that all these people knew and were talking about it, and nobody ever fucking talked to you. And it just, it not only makes you feel like an idiot, but it makes you feel this isolation because you're like, okay, so clearly none of these people like me enough to tell me this thing that I should know. Nobody likes likes me enough to take the fucking kick me sign off my back, you know? Like, nobody cares. And it's just shit. So I felt bad because I could just imagine her night. Like, if she doesn't know and everything, and she opens up that message, and she sees, you know, pictures from some random fucking girl being like, your boyfriend's cheating on you, you know? Like, I can just feel how sad I would be. Absolutely. And that's the... Right, and that's the reason why, like, I hesitated at first before sending her this stuff, because I was like, oh my god, I really, the thought of, even though I didn't do anything wrong, I really did not do anything wrong, I didn't know that this guy was talking, you know, had a girlfriend, nothing, but it's just, like, the fact that I know that my message is gonna cause somebody to be upset, it 
it was like hard to send. But then I was like, you know what? We have to stick together. And it's so easy to cheat on people when everybody's like, nope, not my business. So I really hope that she sees that and that she is upset, but then she, you know, understands that like, it came from a good place. And then she fucking dumps that guy because like she, I don't know her, but nobody deserves to get cheated on. Like nobody fucking deserves it. It is the worst thing. Like I would rather you do some shit in my face, you know, than then like have some behind, behind my back type of bullshit. Not only does it, does it hurt, but it makes you feel crazy. It makes you really feel crazy because nobody is just going to be like, yeah, I cheated on you. They're going to lie and they're going to pretend they, they didn't do it. And they're going to pretend that you're crazy for even bringing it up. And then because you're with that person and you love that person, you are definitely going to feel like you want to believe them. And it sucks when you want to believe somebody, but you know that you can't. And it's just the shittiest fucking feeling. And nobody should ever do that to anybody. So fuck that guy. And also, I looked really cute tonight. And I put on makeup for nothing, and I'm wearing cute clothes, and it was unnecessary because I didn't actually ever go on a fucking date tonight. So, pissed about that. As someone that literally came out of a long-term relationship because the person was cheating on me, I am absolutely disgusted that this happened to you, and I don't condone that. And the worst part about it is even if, like, honestly, even if you're in a super open thing, even if you're like, this is what we are, this is what we are, if you are, if you go from being open to saying, hey, I want to be in a closed thing, and then your partner is so used to being in an open thing, even if they really want to be with you, sometimes they'll just cheat on you instead of telling you that they still want to be open and trying to work that out with you. And it's just really disgusting that people can't just be open and honest with each other when there is this there's this big stigma on like on open relationships but they can work the issue is if you ever want to change from that a lot of people seem to get stuck in this mindset of no it can't it has to be this way because that's the way that it's been and that's the way that it's worked for us and people don't want to change out of what they know i've tried every type of relationship in the book from open relationship to polyamorous and it is okay to do whatever you want to do as long as you are open and honest with the per pe person or people that you're with and a lot of people just don't want that they just they want the thrill of cheating i guess and it's so fucking disgusting it's so weird and it's like you know what gets me too is one of the perks i feel like in the modern day everybody's online dating one of the perks is you can put that in your profile like the amount of tinders and stuff that i passed that says non-monogamous or that they are in an open relationship i'm not interested in that i personally am not interested in that but if you are that's great and be upfront about it because you don't have to lie because somebody who's not okay with it isn't going to swipe on you or they're not going to contact you so you get to only talk to people who are in the same mindset as you which is great but like it's a communication thing like i don't i would never want to like go on a date and talk to someone and then find that out you know like after i already like them find out like oh well they're non-monogamous because i'm monogamous so i don't want to I don't want to be that person. So it's like, but just because I don't want that doesn't mean somebody else isn't going to want that. So honestly, anybody, any relationship that you're interested in, you can find as long as you're, so, you know, it's a communication thing as long as you're communicating. But like you said, if you get into something and the thought, you know, that changes, you have to be open about it. Absolutely. Like, 
yeah fucking so anyway that was my first attempt since this podcast of actually going on a date and it did not end well so yeah my romantic encounters this week i'm taking fair a flu you are oh sounds hot yeah they're all sipping your theraflu oh no i'm not taking the tea version i didn't want to get two different types of drink poisons <laughs> i have the pill version of theraflu they make a pill version of theraflu yeah they do Ooh, it's I snowing feel like, i feel like with theraflu like you have to drink it like you have to suffer through it in order to heal and that's what i thought about uh Alka-Seltzer, and apparently you didn't have to suffer through that, so I don't have to suffer through Theraflu. <laughs> That's true, you're right. Get me there! <laughs> <laughs> I have my heater on in the background, I hope that's okay. I woke up and I was like, wow, I'm freezing to death even though it's 90 degrees in my room, so um, definitely you getting sick. Okay. You definitely sound like an old lady with your heater and your Theraflu. Like, even though you're not drinking it, I picture you in like a shawl sipping your Theraflu. I do have my blanket on me. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> and I have a nice cup of tea. Oh, good. Apparently all grandmas are goats. <laughs> I'm sure you'd be knitting if you didn't have that horrible arthritis. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like in my room, but I'm like staring out of the window at the building across from me's rooftop because like this one time I looked at it and a guy was up there and he immediately looked down and pointed at me and I've never forgotten it because I have no idea how he saw me through the window. <laughs> so I like, literally don't know how he happened to look down and see me looking up just in time to like point ominously at me. It was really weird. And then I like ran to the rooftop because I thought we'd be like rooftop friends and he was gone. So maybe he's a ghost. Whoa. Ooh. You should marry him. Well, I'm actually probably already married to him. That was probably like a, a proposal. And then me running up was like an okay. And yeah. In my head we are. Before we get started on the topic, there's this hot guy I, I matched with on Tinder. I showed you him last night. It was one of the many people I sent you. And <laughs> um, and uh, I was talking to him. He was the one that you didn't think that I matched with. And you said, I hope you match. And I was like, nah, we already matched. Um, the one that had, like, the rings in his bio? Yes. I am so, like, automatic. Like, you could be, like, eh, looking, and then if your bio's like, yeah, Lord of the Rings, I'm like, ooh, you're getting a swipe. <laughs> like, I've never seen Lord of the Rings. You've never seen? Oh, God. But All right, well, the reason they're amazing. I was raised with them, but, like, my mom, well, you know what, never mind, I can't even tell you that. There's one character that dies that my mom cries every time but like we would sit down and just she would just be like all right we're about to watch six hours of lord of the rings we're like okay but yeah well the reason i swiped with him was because he's holding a guitar in one of the photos and then the next photo which i didn't show you is a collage that he made that's incredible um God. and it says that he likes jazz 
And I was like, B-movie. And it said that he likes people with passions and that they're attractive. And I was like, ah, oh, that's me. I like that, too. I love talking to people about their passions. So I talked his ear off about my music. And then I was like, hey, I know you're not going to be able to come to this gig because it's probably like two hours away from you, LOL. But you're still invited because I invite everyone I talk to to my gigs. Also... <laughs> Do you want to listen to my music? And then he never responded. So we're doing great. We're going to get married. <laughs> yeah, all right. Good job. But here's the collage. Hold on. I think you're in it because your your uh, messenger bubble is there. I'm going to pretend I'm in the collage. Yeah, you should. It looks like you are. Ooh, good. My favorite is when, like, the messenger bubbles go over somebody's head and it looks like they're their face. And then I, like, screenshot it and save them, but I don't, like do anything with them. I have so many random fucking screenshots on my phone. Uh, hold on. Opening it up. Oh, I am in it. Oh, this is actually really good. Yeah. So artistic. I like the snicks. Yeah, me too. Very good. Cool. Hey, if you're listening, guy, uh, I'm not saying your name, <laughs> but you know who you are. You have a collage and a guitar. You're just one of many people. Um, date me. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> You remember last week where I was like, oh, I downloaded this new app, and you were like, how does it work? And I was like, I don't know. Yeah. I still fucking don't know how to use it. <laughs> and I, I keep getting notifications, and it's like, someone's viewing your profile, and then I go, and they're all fucking pixelated. And I'm like, but you can swipe and match and chat with people, so I don't understand how people are like... I don't know, they're, like, trying to message me or something, but they're all pixelated, I had to, like, accept it, and I'm just like, ah, I don't want to, like, accept this message of this pixelated face. So, so far, I have no idea what I'm doing, and I think I've matched with one person, but I don't understand how one thing is matched versus a chat request or whatever, so that's going really well for me. So I'm probably going to find love on the Once app, because, yeah, I'm pretty much an expert at this. I'm proud of you. You're doing great. Clearly. So, I'm going to acknowledge the fact that we had to do this in two parts. Yeah, because now we have two openings, and we're just going to have to put them both in because they're both good. Yeah. Yeah. Because on Tuesday, when I had that ridiculous situation, just had to had to get that out right away. So, yeah. Yeah, so what you are hearing is split between a Tuesday and a Friday, and this episode's going out on a Saturday. So you're hearing our entire week. I went from having a cold to being better to having a cold again, but it's not the flu where they say that if you have the flu and that happens, you should go to the doctor. This isn't the flu, at least I don't think so, because none, I don't have any flu-like symptoms, but I guess we'll see. Um, I really don't think that I'm dying, but who knows? Um you just morphed into an old lady like people morph into Nicolas Cage when they get to be 40. That's true. Although my stomach hurts yeah, today, fine. so who knows? Maybe I should go to the doctor, but I also have a gig today and work tomorrow, so I wouldn't even be able to get there until tomorrow afternoon. And by that time, I could be dead. So maybe this is the last episode of I Look Cuter on the Internet. <laughs> I'll just pretend to be you for the future ones. Okay, good. I'll have to how to do your voice. Uh, so this is I Look Cuter on the Internet, uh, the podcast. Uh, there's nothing else called that, but this is the podcast. And um, <laughs> uh, I'm Travis Love. I'm Ariel, apathetic. 
and welcome. Today's topic on our agenda is uh, ramen every night. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do you want to introduce it or should I? You uh, should. Forward. I'm sipping tea. <laughs> okay. So basically, um, as we've touched on in the past one episode that we've done (laughs) (laughs) basically we are kind of broke you know struggling artists in the city or well i'm in the city travis is not but um one of the things that can be kind of an issue especially for me because travis is um more located in like our hometown so there's more people like a sense of community kind of bit um for me I moved here like two years ago and I didn't really know anybody. Um, I was dating somebody when I moved here, but then it was just like me and him and, you know, I was like trying to, trying to make friends and it was hard. So even though I've been here for two years, there is still that constant, it's like a little bit of a struggle to try to make friends while you're like working and doing other stuff. So it just makes it even harder when you don't have like a ton of money so you're trying to figure out how to not only meet people and make friends but then what do you do with them once you know you're gonna hang out with somebody if you can't spend like two hundred dollars on a night on the town you know like so we're basically just talking about that today that was a really long intro i'm sorry no yeah that makes a lot of sense and it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, I really, I'm going to be taking vitamins, so if you hear me pouring out pills, that's what that is. Um, it's one of those things where it's like, I really want to date you, I want to go on this date with you because I think you are really swell from what I'm getting to know about you, but at the same time, it's like, oh, I have an extra $10 to my name, and that's all I can spend, and most of it's going to be the gas to get there, or the, you know, whatever. For Ariel, it's a little different, but for me, it's like, oh, I need to drive there, and... Since I work an hour away from where I live right now, until I can move closer to the city, it's just one of those things where it's like, oh, I matched with you and you live near my work. We have to meet after I'm done with work or I can't meet you and you have to pay for everything because I'm poor. So, (laughs) yeah, that is another thing that comes up with me. I'm like, when I go on a date, I kind of assume they're going to pay. But then it's like, you know, you also have to have the amount in your bank account because just in case they're like no um not paying we're splitting it or something then i can't just be like oh you know sorry i actually didn't bring any money because i was assuming you were gonna pay for me yeah that's shitty yeah so it's like gotta have the money or at least have money to like i usually will like offer to pay the tip you know that's a good idea yeah so it's like the you know because usually you know i do my little slow move like oh let me get my wallet and they're like no i got it and i'm like Whew, good <laughs> but um yeah and then i offer to pay the tip and then i leave like a nice tip for the you know server or whatever but yeah but it's like you gotta have some money so you can't be completely poor which has happened to me where i'm like oh this person's nice but i literally have like 30 dollars in my bank account and i need that for my metro card so really can't afford to do anything but yeah but for me it shows up more with like the whole friendships type of thing is where it kind of affects my life more it's so upsetting i went to price chopper when i was like i was actually probably dying when i first had this cold because i stayed up really really late (laughs) 
and I didn't go to bed even though I should have and um I went out and hung out with my friends instead because uh, I'm awful and then I was like oh it's been an hour friends I need to leave because I need to sleep or I'm going to die but then I had to drive over to the price chopper and my friend that works there she's not a friend because she's a cashier and I met her because she works there but she's great she's really funny she was like you look really sick and I was like yeah and she was like here's all these coupons to get like many dollars off the things that you're buying and I was like thank you but then juice ocean spray juice was a dollar and I like posted about it on Facebook like price chopper ocean spray juice one dollar but I've been drinking them non-stop and it's probably actually really bad for me because it's so much sugar I should have gotten the diet <laughs> ones because there's no sugar it's just juice but I was like no I really want these sugars um and I really want like, a big thing of cranberry juice. Somebody was drinking it at my job yesterday, like this massive thing of cranberry juice. And I've been like thinking about cranberry juice and pickles for like since yesterday. You're pregnant. That's, yeah. You know what? Yeah. I don't know how that would happen. Oh, God, no. Imagine. Oh, God. It would be horrible. I know who that would be with. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I think I would just kill myself. No, you know what? I actually made a joke that I would like if like to that dude I was like I would dye the baby's hair and then just like leave it in the basement and then you would find it because it was in the basement and he was like why would you do that and I'd be like it would be on top of the laundry like the washing machines yes. like, fuck? I was like there you go <laughs> like in a basket or like a pile of clothes you could name him Norbert yeah, no, yeah, that would actually fit. That was perfect. No, God. Norbert no. Egbert Williams. <laughs> Has to have a Bert. Yeah. Ew. Oh, God, no. Did I tell you? No, yeah. I. <laughs> Never mind. You know what? There's certain things I shouldn't say because it's going to make me sound like a huge asshole. Because if That's anybody actually. That's what the first episode this, was about. Be being an asshole. That's what. Yeah, that's why we're gonna die alone. Remember. So go ahead. Tell me why you're oh, awful. Yeah. No, because like you were talking about being tired, and I, well, you know, on on Tuesday, after because I keep making this bad decision. After my date that didn't pan out, um, I came home and I like hung out with Davion and, and ate like a shit ton of chicken nuggets, and then he left, and then I called my buddy again. But, like, he wouldn't leave my fucking apartment until, like, 4 a.m. Did I tell you? Did I tell you? <laughs> like, he wouldn't leave my apartment until 4 a.m. So I was like, okay, cool. Good hustle, team. Get out. And he was like, what? Say something nice to me. And he literally was like, say something nice. Tell me to have a good night or something. So I, like, leaned in and I whispered, get the fuck out of my apartment. <laughs> 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 it was like why are you like this and i was like get the fuck out like what are you not getting about this <laughs> it was so awful. yeah so i'm gonna die this, this is how i am but yeah fun times that that could be that's pretty much one of the stories for today i mean look at that it was like you know, he brought you something. Didn't he bring you something? <laughs> that was yeah, no, he did. He was like, um, he was like, oh, do you want anything from the store? And I didn't. Like, I really didn't. I didn't want anything. I was actually already in bed at this point. Um, 
bed. He was like, coming over, and I was like already in bed, and I just drank half a bottle of wine and ate twenty chicken nuggets with with Davion. So I should have been like no, but I was like oh, I can't turn down free shit. So I was like yeah, give me like a, a snapple, and I was like I don't even like snapple, but that was the first thing that popped in my head. And I was like I can't turn down anything free ever. That's another thing. I will literally like do anything like um hangouts or anything if somebody else is paying i like will basically not turn down anything like i now offered to get me like a tattoo the other day she also like two hundred dollars on a tattoo for you and i was like fuck yeah <laughs> like he's gonna be the first thing that pops in my head because it's free <laughs> yeah absolutely <laughs> i didn't get to because um the other person decided not to get one and it was gonna be like like i don't know we were drunk too but <laughs> i was like yeah no, I've done that. I've got like my piercings and stuff like that because somebody offered to pay for them. I was like, hell yeah! They're like, you want you want to get these? And I was like, no. And they're like, oh, but I'll pay. And I'm like, oh, never mind. <laughs> sure, this is an experience I can't afford to have. So yes. Yeah, that's how I feel about it. I wish you'd been able to get that tattoo yesterday. I mean, it wouldn't have been yesterday, but I wish that I was able to get it too. It was really cute. Talking about it yesterday, yeah, it really was. So I'm on, I'm talking to you, but I'm like on Facebook too. And somebody posted this meme and it's like, um, like a pile of Buffalo wings. And it's like, what's something you're passionate about? Pile of Buffalo wings. But Carly sent it to me yesterday and she's like, didn't you make this meme? And I was like, I did. (laughs) And she was like, you're famous. And I was like, those bitches stole my meme. So she's like, I'm going to tell all of my friends that you're a famous meme maker. So is it on your wall? I need to check it out. No, she, um, she Facebook messaged me. Oh no. Show me it. Send it to me. (laughs) I'll find it, hold on. But I was dying, but like, that's also on my list of things that I'm dying for right now because I fucking love buffalo wings. Like, you actually made that or they recreated it? I think they recreated it because, like, I did make a meme that was just like that. That was like, or it might have been bagels, and then it was like a pile of buffalo wings, but it was something related, which I told her. I was like, I don't know if it's exactly that, because I made it a really long time ago, but she was like, still, same idea, you're a famous meme maker, <laughs> so I was like, yeah, yeah. Ahead of the curve. Oh, yeah. Made it, like, two years ago, <laughs> but you know, still goals. God, I don't want buffalo wings. do that. So cheap wings. to get more into our topic, I matched with a guy on Tinder and in his profile, it said, if we match, I'll give you fries. And he doesn't work at a place that offers fries. He just would give me fries. So I messaged him and I was like, hey, you owe me fries. And he was like, (laughs) "Okay, where do you want your fries from? And I was like, I like Burger King fries. Sorry, everyone. And he was like, he was like, okay. And I was like, where are you? Because like I said, I live an hour away from where I work. I don't know where I matched with him. And he was up um, at like, uh, if you remember Ariel, where I used to do open mics, like where I used to like host them, um, that's like way up north by just way up north. And I was like, oh, okay. I don't know how we matched. And he was like, yeah, me either. And I was like, I'm willing to drive to you if you buy me fries, but it better be a large fry. And so that's kind of free food. I mean, 
I would also probably force him to buy me like a meal if I'm driving all the way up there because that's like an hour away from either my job or my house to um, it has to be worth more than gas. Yeah, exactly. It has to be, and and my gas is good, but it's still like like I have good gas mileage since I switched cars, but. If I do it realistically, an hour. If I drive for two hours, it's fifth. It's like thirteen dollars worth of gas, which is great because you know it's an hour to work and an hour back, and it costs me thirteen dollars worth of gas. But if I'm doing that, but not to work to a place where I'm not going to be getting paid to be going there, and it's an hour away, then you better be giving me thirteen dollars worth of food. True. Anyway, so what are your thoughts on like the actual topic that we're supposed to be talking about? In what way? Like, how do I feel about it? I think that it's very... I think that it's very okay for you to be going on dates in order to get something out of it. I don't think that people... Like, you know, we'll talk... In in the future, we'll talk about a lot of different subjects about, like, how we feel about, like, you know, the different types of dating and the different types of love and that you shouldn't use people. But at the same time, if somebody is, like, clearly interested in taking you out... And you might not necessarily be interested in them or you're afraid that it's like taboo to go out if you don't have enough money. But then you're like, oh, I'm just going to go out to this place where I know I can afford something. And then if they end up paying, I'll know that they're interested enough in me that I've I... Definitely done that. What? I've definitely done that where yes. I'm like, well, I'll go, you know, or I choose like a cheap drink or like keep it, keep my costs low. And then, you know, they pay and I'm like, oh, OK, cool, you know. Yeah, where I know that they might be interested enough in me where if I can get into a second date, I know we can go somewhere more expensive and then they'll pay for that. But, and I've definitely done that. And I don't think that there's an issue with that because then you might actually start liking the person where you didn't think that you would and it opens your horizons of the different types of people that you could like. I was talking about this at work to someone and we were talking about like, you know, people paying versus like, you know, should you split it, blah, 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 blah. And I said, I was like, well, the thing is, I feel like whoever is kind of doing more of the pursuing, because I don't think that, I think that like, if it's a date, one person should pay. And I'm not saying like, oh, the man always pays or something. But like, if it's a date, one person should pay. Because if one person isn't paying, it's a hangout. And it's like, I could hang out with a bunch of people, you know, like I have friends, I could hang out with them if I'm going to pay for myself, but like it's changes it to a different element if somebody else pays. Where like I've done this where I was like, hey, I was just thought I was casually hanging out with somebody and then they were like, no, 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 I'm paying. And I literally was like, no. And I like threw money on the table because I was like, if they pay, it's a date, you know? So I was like, I don't want it to be a date. So I was like, nope. But, um, yeah, but I was saying whoever is more of, like, pursuing, I feel like, should pay. So it's, like, if I was pursuing somebody, I would pay. But with me, I personally, um, I like to be pursued. And my thing is, too, I think we've talked about this. I might have talked to this about you or maybe with my roommate, I don't remember. But I was, like, I literally don't, like, I'll joke around saying, like, I have crushes. But, like, I don't actually get any crushes on anybody unless they, like, actually like me. Like, if you have been pursuing me and you're like, I like you, blah, 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 then I will possibly open up to thinking about maybe liking you. But I don't get, like, you know, feel, you know, I don't get, like, crushes or feelings for people unless they're, like, actually, you know, liking me first. It's just how I am. So I'm, like, usually the other person pays because I'm not, like, I don't really do the pursuing. 
so for me that's just kind of how I am because I've getting these conversations they're like should we split it should we do this and I'm like that's up to you you know like however you want to do it but for me but yeah so I was gonna ask you like do you ever like see the same person a few times and then start to feel bad if they're paying for everything has that ever happened to you that hasn't happened to me in a few years because um, it, it the, the only real times I did that was before I started dating my ex-fiance. And um, that's literally because I was... It, it's not even because I was awful because I think that people should do that. Like, you know, uh, you do that. You know, you're like, oh, okay, you're going to pay for me. And then if you're, if you're pursuing me, you're going to continue paying for me. And I completely agree with that train of thought. But... With me and my dates, usually I like to go uh, one and then the other paying or just splitting down the middle after the second date. So, like, if they pay for one, I pay for the next. And then I'm just like, hey, we've been seeing each other enough times now that let's just pay for ourselves. And if you want to sometimes special treat me to paying for it or me to you, we'll just do that. And he's like, he, you know, the guy is usually just like, yeah, that's fine. Like, when I was... <clears throat> Because you're absolutely right about pursuing. When I was pursuing dating my ex-fiance for literally two years, we were best friends. And then we finally, finally got the chance to go on a date, like a real date. I paid for everything. And I paid for everything on the next date. And I paid for everything on the date after that. And then uh, once we got together, it was like, hey, you know, we talked about it. Just very, like, straight, just very uh, forward with each other. Just like, hey, um... I can't pay for everything all of the time. I'm not making enough money, but I like you enough that I want to. Is it okay if you start paying for, like, your portion of things? Or that we just kind of hang out and don't spend a whole bunch of money? Or that we just go to some place on campus, because we went to the same school, where you're, you, you know, you already have these swipes, so we're not spending money anyway. And it just kind of worked out in favor in that case but um and then in the future because we were together for two years he would pay for meals sometimes and i would just pay for meals sometimes and it was always really nice because you know there was just after you're together for that long especially when you're young it feels like a really long time um the 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 general consensus is that after so long you're not gonna think that your partner is gonna pay for anything and then it just turns out like to be a really nice surprise especially like if he'd be like let's go out for dinner and i'd be like what really and he'd be like yeah and i'd be like okay and i'd like check my bank account and he wouldn't tell me that he's gonna pay and then he ends up paying and it's really nice i definitely i like that too because like with me i'll usually you know when i'm just going on dates and stuff like that I let them pay, but if it's been, like, a consistent amount of time, like, like, for, you know, um, then I'll start either splitting or, like, occasionally, you know, like, I'll treat them, and definitely when you're, I'm in a relationship with somebody, you know, sometimes it's fun to take them out on dates, so it's, like, usually pay for myself or, like, you know, take them out on a date, or for me with my ex that I was with for, like, a little while, um, if I wanted to do something, like, I was like, hey, I really want to go to the movies. I'm like, I want to go to the movies. I brought that up. I want to go, so I'll pay. You know, so I would take him to the movies or something. Or if he was like, oh, I want to go out to dinner. It's like, he really wants to go out to dinner, so he would pay. You know, but, like, we would alternate or just pay for ourselves because we were dating. We were already together. It wasn't like a, gotta pursue each other. But then it is really nice when you do get to take the other person on a date. It's just kind of, you know, that added little cute sweetness. Keeping the romance alive, you know. 
One time I went on, <clears throat> absolutely, one time I went on, um, I was working at a tea shop for two years in New Jersey and I was managing it and um, the tea shop eventually closed, it doesn't really matter, there was this guy that came in all of the time and he was straight as straight can be and he just like fell in love with me and he was like, I've never felt this way about a guy before and I was like, that's great, I'm really just super not into you and he was like, okay, but I think that I might be developing, like, a, a queer crush, and I don't know where to go with this, and I was like, I want to be here with for you, I want to help you through this crush, but I don't want to have sex with you, I'm not interested in you, and eventually he figured himself out, and I'm proud of him, but we went on a few dates, and one of the dates we went on was very cute, because he gave me a book, and I still have it. Uh, I don't know where it is, but it's in my, it's either in my books like that are in in storage, or it's on my bookshelf. I'm not sure, but it's Nine Stories by J.D. Salinger, and it's a it was a really used copy because he'd read it so many times because he loved J.D. Salinger, and he was like, I love this book, and I just want to give it to you. I want you to read it, and I did, and it's an excellent book. And um, he was like. <clears throat> will you go see the J.D. Salinger documentary with me? And then he, like, walked over and, like, bought the tickets because there was a movie theater, like, down the road from the tea shop and, like, brought them back and was like, will you go? And I was like, yeah, absolutely. So we went and we saw the movie and then he bought dinner and it was just really, really sweet. Like, that was generally, genuinely a time where I was like, I've given you the, the ultimatum that I don't want to date you, but I'll hang out with you and so I should be paying my way, but you are paying for me. And I guess that, you know, I'm not going to turn down free stuff. And even though I'm not considering us dating, if you want to do date-like things like pay for me, knowing that I don't want to date you, that's fine. So, yeah. But he was a great guy, and I actually don't know what happened to him. Usually when I lose touch nice with someone that, that I'm... Know, what? It's nice, like, he already knew you weren't interested, you yeah. know? Yeah, no, I didn't lead him on at all. I was just like, hey, I yeah, don't, you're not my type at all, but I really do want to help you through this crush. And if that, you know, if you want to pay for me for things, if you want to like smooch because I smooch anyone, if that helps you, then <laughs> sure. But I'm not going to get, go further than that. But um, when I lose touch with Sounds somebody nice. that I've dated, I, it just turns mm -hmm. into one of those things where I think that they've died. So <laughs> I think that he's dead, but I'm not sure. Oh my God. Like, hearing you talk about that reminded me of, like, my two really good dates that I went on, where it was, like, such nice dates, and I had such a nice time, but I was just like, nope, goodbye forever, and, like, the one dude I'm still Facebook friends with, and then the other one, I was like, I literally don't even remember his name, <laughs> like, I had a really nice time, and then I just stopped talking to him, but, yeah, like, disappeared, and then he was, like, messaged me to just be like, basically called me out on ghosting him to which i did not answer <laughs> because i'm a ghoster yeah that's where we differ a lot i don't like ghosting i'll only do it if it's like someone i don't have any feelings for whatsoever which i mean you didn't with this person but usually with a lot of people i'll give them like reasons i'll be like hey this is why you know not in a rude way at all but I like giving people closure. I feel like closure is super important, and we'll get a, we'll do a whole episode on closure just because we both have completely differing. Yeah, feelings. we definitely have to cover it because we are so like polar opposite. And yeah, and we'll both make our case for that. But basically, you know, I 
I disagree, but at the same time, we'll just get to it at a different point. But yeah, no, yeah. we'll talk later. Yeah. Hey, um, side note: Can you hear when I'm getting notifications? When like your my phone, phone vibrates? vibrates, yes. Right, I'm gonna I'm gonna turn off my vibrate. Talking okay. to someone who's listened to our podcast. Ah, uh, shout out one listener. Did he, <laughs> did he tell you what he thinks of it? <laughs> yeah, he really liked it. Yay! Hey! But he doesn't like crazy ex-girlfriends, so. <laughs> yeah. So. Hey. Uh, hey. One listener. You listen to this, so you're gonna hear this. You are a Jeff. piece of shit. Don't be mean to our one listener. You don't understand. Like stop, stop. I don't. I don't mind stop. if you don't like. Oh I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna mute Ariane. I'm gonna talk to you. Don't mute me, you piece of shit. Oh my god. <laughs> I swear to god okay we need to okay as i have actual points that i wanted to make about this topic that has nothing to do with dating okay go ahead okay so because like i was saying in the beginning like for me that there's so much of like um the friendship element and i talk to so many people who move to the city and i feel like a lot of the time oh that little kid's just wearing like a teddy bear as a hat oh (laughs) just staring at people through my window People watching is good here. Anyway, so, um, yeah, so I feel like so many people, because one of the things with, like, Manhattan is that it's, like, so many people move here from other places. Like, that's one of the reasons why it's so great. Like, most of these people are just not from here. But one of the things is when you just move here, it's so often that people are just, like, broke. Because a lot of them are, like, a lot of the people I talk to at least are, like, artists. They're actors or dancers or, you know, stuff like that. And they're, you know, trying to get their shit together. So I hear from a lot of people that, like, everybody is, like, lonely in this city. Because it's, like, you're trying to work and you're trying to make money. But, like, you have to deal with the rent being expensive and food being expensive. And then if you want to actually go out and do stuff, it's expensive. So... One of the things about, like, making friends here, or, I mean, probably in general, but, you know, I can only speak to my own experiences, but one of the things about making friends here is it you have to know who you can hang out with when you're broke. And that's, like, really important because I do have friends. Like, I have one friend who was um, my old manager at my last job, and I love her, love her, but she cost me so much fucking money. Like, I, I'll never forget, one time... I tried to go out for sushi with her. I spent like over a hundred dollars. We were just supposed to get sushi. Jeez. Spent over. Yeah. So I was like, Jesus, like I cannot hang out with her when I don't have money. So because of this, I haven't seen her in a really long time, but like I have other friends who I know that like, because I have no problem doing anything. We, we can have fun doing anything, but if you want to go, if I want to go out, you have to know that you can go out with somebody and literally get one drink. Like, go out and get, like, one glass of cider or, like, split a pitcher of beer or something like that, you know, like, at a cheap place. So it's, like, one of the, you know, um, my one friend who I made on the train, you know, and now, um, I know I can hang out with her because we can do things that don't cost a million dollars. And if she wants to do something that costs a million dollars, she knows that I'm broke because she has an adult person job. So she is not broke. But 
you know, she's okay with it. And she does, she hasn't like ditched me because I'm poor, which does happen. If you can't constantly afford to go out to like more expensive things with people, they will stop inviting you to things and it sucks, That's but it's true. also like, I can't afford to go to these things. So, um, so yeah, but like I'll, most of my friends either in the same boat with me financially or they have an understanding because I am not subtle about it. I will announce immediately, like, hi, my name is Ariel, I'm poor. So like, don't expect anything of being a poor. Like, I let people know. It's not like I'm one of these people who's, like, shy about not having, like, a ton of money. Like, it's it's there. So but you have to have, you have to find people you can get along with, but also don't cost you a million dollars. But I was, um, ah, what was I doing? But yeah, so I was just like trying to figure out, like it takes a little bit of figuring out what you can do with people. So like me and Anel have like our favorite cheap places, which we always end up to. We actually tried to have a nicer night like two weeks ago, two or three weeks ago, where we tried to go to like a nice place on the east side. But after like two drinks, we were just like, all right, well, we're going to a the shitty place that we love because nothing costs anything there and it's like a fun ambiance but like you go and you have to have fun places without spending money but we'll do that like go to cheap places or like if you want you can have people over and like it's so much cheaper to make your own food so you can actually have people over and like make food and hang out and watch movies or like get a bottle of wine or something and drink it like me and Davion are like basically you know make about the same amount most of the time so we'll get like a bottle of wine we'll split the bottle of wine and we're like if we order food it'll be like a cheap pizza or something like that but we find ways to have fun and still have like a social life without having like a ton of money which takes like a while to maneuver and figure out here do you ever run into that like upstate yeah, I mean, absolutely, because the one extra factor, I mean, you have it too because you travel a lot, but the one extra factor that I have up here instead of, like, metro is gas. And, <clears throat> yeah, I have a car that does a lot better on gas now, so it makes it easier for me to hang out with people. Like, last night I hung out with my friend from Binghamton for the first time in a year because they moved back to Jersey, and so they were super close to where I work. And it was like, wow, this is great. Um because we hung out and it was a wonderful time but i wouldn't have been able to do that because we had been planning to see each other for a while and it was just like wow i don't know if i can make this hour trip to see you because you are an hour away from me if i'm uh if i'm so super sick i'm not sick i am sick if i'm so super poor because i don't have money for gas but yes you do run into the issue of i really want to hang out with you but i'm at this point where it's like, okay, well, I have to afford my phone, I have to afford my medicine, I have to afford gas to get to and from work, and then everything else that I do, I have to make sure I put money in savings, I have to make sure that I'm, you know, getting everything that I need to get done in my professional life that isn't paying me yet, <clears throat> so that way someday I have this money where I can move, and then I'm spending less, maybe, yeah, you yeah. know, balancing finances and then having friends that are like, I have a lot of money and I want to go out. Like, I have my best friend Gwen. I love Gwen. Gwen I've known for uh, longer than I've known you, and that is saying a lot. And 
uh, I love hanging out with Gwen, and Gwen is that balance of knowing that I'm poor, but sometimes I have money. It really depends on if I have a steady job or not. And when I have money, she asks me to do things that cost money. And when I don't, she's just like, hey, do you want to hang out and like play video games? And it's really nice to have that balance of friends where friendship where it's like we don't always have to do something that we're broke and we can't do anything and we don't have to always have that balance of going out and doing something to hang out with each other. And you and I have that too. So it's nice. Yeah. And I like <clears throat> keeping that kind of friend around where it's like, hey, if I just tell you I have no money, you're not going to scoff. You're just going to be like, oh, okay, you're in a point right now where you don't have money. And you've been at a point mm -hmm. where you do. And even if I have a savings, it's like, well, sometimes I will. And it sucks because I've been trying so hard for a couple of years or more recently, like this last year, but it feels like it's been forever that I've been going back and forth on. I, I do the 20, 30, 50 rule and I take 20% of whatever I get and I throw it into a savings and that's great, but then I'll lose a job. And even though I try really hard, I don't immediately get another one. And I, it, every time that I've lost a job recently, it's been because the place is closed down. So maybe I'm just unlucky, but. <laughs> so don't hire drivers. They'll shut you down. <laughs> yeah, right. So don't tell my new job that, but, um, so I will, uh, I'll get, you know, I'll put all this money away and then it'll be like, oh, well, I still have all of these things that I have to afford and I have to pay for them. So I'm going to have to dip into my savings because I don't have any money coming in. And that sucks. It really sucks. That's how I feel like for me, um, because sometimes I make more money, you know, because I have my my regular job that I work three days a week at, which is great, but I really only work there enough to cover my bills. And I could work there more, but I really only work there enough to cover my bills because mostly what I spend money out of, what I spend like on fun or like my metro or food comes out of my freelance work. But for me, um, my jobs slow down so much in the winter so the winter is honestly like right now is like the worst i don't have a ton of jobs coming in because people aren't i guess like i don't know what it is about film work but like it slows down so um i don't have a ton of work coming in so i'm more broke and you also can't just go and sit at the park which i only do in the summer or the spring or the fall you can just go and hang out and sit down in central park and have a really nice day but you can't do that when it's freezing out so it's like it is that so it's like i save money and everything and then when it gets to this point like i just took like a hundred dollars out of my savings today because i have to go to target and like do grocery shopping and it's like that money's saved but actually i have to spend it on living but yeah but yeah, like you were saying, like some people, I feel like just don't understand that kind of situation. And they're just like, what do you mean you don't have any money? You had a lot of money two weeks ago or like, you know, last month. And it's like, yeah, I did. I had a lot of money. But now it's winter and I don't, yeah. you know, so it's like you have to people have to understand that. Like, like when we hung out with uh, our friend Mary that we mentioned last episode, and Mary didn't do anything wrong, but we hung out with Mary, and then we went, we went on that ferry, and I'm just gonna rhyme so words. We, we, ferry. We went on that ferry, and then we met up with Mary, and then we went to Washington Square Park, and we got five dollar crepes. And like, I can't afford a five dollar crepe right now. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
Like, I get that it's only $5, but people don't understand that $5 is, like, life and death sometimes. It's funny because I actually, um, so one of my newer coworkers, he's been there for, like, a little while, um, like, I don't know how long he's been there. I have no concept of time, really. Maybe, like, two months, a month. Anyway, he's even broker than I am. Like, he is, like, so crazy broke because he just moved here and he's, like, you know, working on his dance career and everything. And so he, you know, but he's, like, really, really big. So um, he came over and hang out and hung out with me the other day and we literally just like hung out in my living room and we played video games because he had to leave his console behind so he hasn't played video games in a while i'm like i get that i i was really sad when i moved here and i didn't have a playstation you know so as soon as i had money i ran into gamestop and bought a ps4 you know but he doesn't have that coming in so he came over and um played played the video games that I have in my apartment and then when we got hungry I suggested you know getting a pizza and splitting it because it would be five dollars each and he was like "Eh." and then I was like oh yeah you know but like it sounds you know to somebody else it might be like what do you mean you don't have five dollars to split a pizza but I was like oh wait no I get it so we actually went to the store and we spent about 250 each like by the end of it and we made like spaghetti squash and potatoes and like stuff like that and we like made food instead because it was like you know half the price of the five dollars and it sounds like such a tiny amount of savings but it's like when you're broke and I was like I've been there I'm gonna be there in about a week so I feel you you know absolutely absolutely that's a really good example um so I feel like we could talk about this and maybe we'll talk about it more in another episode, but we have to move on because of time to um, your obsession of the week. See, my obsessions this week, can I talk about other podcasts? Because that's what I've been <laughs> like, obsessed Absolutely. Over. Let's talk about our sisters' podcasts. Oh, God. I have been listening to Two Girls, One Ghost. Stop. I'm ghost. so glad that I got it like late in the game because there's so many to listen to and i'm like yes like i don't listen to it at night because even though it's not like super scary when i'm all by myself in my apartment trying to like go to sleep i'm like oh i better start peering around corners now because some ghost of a cat is gonna come get me (laughs) they're so funny they are they're like just so enjoyable to listen to so i've literally like been listening to them on the train and like because usually in the morning when i'm getting ready or putting my makeup on i watched like netflix or hulu which is the other thing i've been doing like when i'm not listening to girls one ghost i've been watching quantum leap and i know that that's not a new thing that's like a really old show (laughs) but i've been slightly binging quantum leap also so it's either been two girls, one ghost. What? I didn't say anything. It was the ghosts. No, the ghosts or Scott Bakula. Yeah, no. Um, or Scott Bakula. Yeah, but mostly. <laughs> he contemplated to me. Yeah, no. Um, those are my two things. But, like, for any listeners who like ghost stuff, definitely check them out because they're super fun to listen to and they actually research what they're talking about. <laughs> They talk about different ghosts and different stuff like that. And there's, like, a lot of episodes. So you can just kind of binge it like I'm doing and not have to wait for, like, the next week to come out. I I don't know how many there are, but it's been enough to get through. 
Absolutely. And what's really nice, uh, yeah, they're at like 26 or something now. They've been going for like half a year. What's, uh, what's really, like... yeah, a lot. What's really nice yeah. about them is that, um, they release at once a week, which, you know, we're doing that too. But then every other week, halfway through the week, they release a, an episode called Encounters where they read I just listeners. That in the one that I'm on, they just were like, we're going to start doing bi-weekly <laughs> Encounters episodes. And I'm like, yay, I haven't gotten to one yet. They're really good because it's just listener stories and there's not really a topic. So it's a lot of fun. Um, I really enjoy it. Yeah, Two Girls, One Ghost is great. It, uh, I hadn't been, I, I, I listen to podcasts a lot, but I hadn't been in the recent past because I've only really, I haven't been able to, like, sink my teeth into anything other than, like, myths and legends, which I love, or, uh, sometimes lore, but lore can get them a little bit monotonous because it's all the same every week, but, um, and it's only once every two weeks, but besides that, I hadn't really been listening to podcasts because it's just been, like, major depression and some other stuff but i also hadn't been listening to music so i've just been watching a lot of youtube and like youtube essays but um when i got back into podcasts one of the first ones i got into was two girls one ghost because it's just really fun and i found it randomly by searching ghost on spotify in the podcast section and it came up it's, uh, it's such a funny name like you have to listen to it yeah they're really good they're really good people and um oh they're best friends like me and Ariel are, so it's a lot of fun to listen to. So, speaking of podcasts, I'm excited. Like, I haven't started listening again because I wanted to get a few episodes. You know, I wanted to wait till there were a few episodes up. But have you listened to LeVar Burton Reads? No, I haven't. Oh, my God. I love LeVar Burton Reads. It's so silly because it's like, you know, LeVar Burton, same guy who was like Jordy, and um, he did... Um, reading Rainbow. Yeah. So it's basically, it's like he made this podcast that's like reading Rainbow, but it's adults. So it's him reading different short stories. But like he's so good at like reading, like he's so soothing. And he chooses all the stories and they're all so good. So like a lot of them are just like weird shit. Like I think the first episode's like a little boy who summons an alien to like save somebody like but it's just they're all like these really well written like really cool stories so i listened completely through season one and then i didn't have anything because i had to wait for season two so season two just came back and um i haven't started it yet because i want to wait until there's a few which i think there's maybe like four or five episodes up at this point so after I stop binging Two Girls, One Ghost, I can go back into LeVar Burton Reads because it is so soothing and nice. And I love like listening to podcasts while I'm washing the dishes and stuff. So that's kind of my go-to. Probably start that like next week. That sounds really great. Oh my God, it is. Check it out. If, like you like story podcasts, I think, right? I love story podcasts. So yeah, no, totally. Totally check him out. LeVar Burton Reads, everyone. The, uh, the podcast okay. I've been listening to, because uh, I have two things I've been kind of obsessed with this week, which one of them is the podcast Fictional, and it's the same guy, Jason Weiser, that did Myths and Legends, and Myths and Legends is a podcast where he, like, retells stories that are uh, mythical or legendary, you know, they're not real, and Fictional, or, you know, they're based in history, but they're not real. And sometimes he dips into, like, actual real events and retells them, and it's really good, because he's a very good storyteller, but, um... The 
the fictional is him telling completely fictional stories, something that's not based in history at all, or if it is based in history, it's not real. And um, Mm -hmm. he just started up season two, and season one was hit or miss for me. He did, like, he did The Call of Cthulhu, and I just really wasn't getting into it, but he did The Time Traveler, and I loved that story. And, um... Wait, why it just he the way he told it didn't really like it didn't interest me at all. I don't know. He he's a really good storyteller, but I just I guess I don't like uh I guess I don't like uh Lovecraft as much as I thought I did. Like I like the concept, but I just don't like the storytelling. I don't like the way that he tells his stories. Um but I'll have to read it and find out. I just didn't like the way it was very 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 slow. And I think that that's just because of the way that it was written. Um, anyway, he also did, like, Macbeth, and that was excellent. Anyway, season two just started up, and the first episode was a story by, like, I think it was, like, Philip K. Dick or something, who wrote a lot of, like, short sci-fi fantasy. I'd never heard of the guy, but, um, it was called, uh, what was it, The Hanging Stranger or something? And what a good story, and it was just so in capturing like i'm gonna send it to you because i think you'd really love it it was so good and i just you know i recommend that to anyone because it was just all about like this guy and it's like 1950s america and he sees a dead body hanging in the middle of town and nobody seems to be put off by the fact that there's this body hanging in the middle of town it's it's fucking phenomenal yeah so the other thing that i've been super interested in is archer the show from fx um i do too but i had stopped like midway through season six and i found out that up to the end of season seven was on netflix so i binged all of season seven and i loved it and now i'm on archer dreamland which is season eight because season nine is coming out soon like i was really far behind and um honestly what i think i'm behind on archer too so Archer Dreamland, I'm not going to spoil anything, is just really excellent, and it's set in, like, the 1940s after World War II, and I'm not going to explain why it is, but it's just really good, and uh, it's just really fun, and I really just, like, I recommend watching seasons 1 through 8, just because it's such a cool, well-written arc, because, you know, in a lot of shows, after a few seasons... The characters become, like, stereotypes of their own selves. Like, it especially happened with Spongebob. But with Archer, they're, like, gonna be nine seasons in. And because they're keeping the content fresh, none of the characters are becoming stereotypes. They're all just, like, growing as characters and trying to, like, understand what they're doing wrong. I love that. Yeah. I love Archer because it's, like, they and they reference things that happen it's like they don't just do something and then it like what's what's his baby's name Seamus or something like I'm pretty sure he still has that tattoo yeah, he does. <laughs> like that's still you know I love that like they don't just let things go they're like nope it's in the story now it's, it's gonna be there yeah so they'll they'll reference things forever and ever and it's just really good anyway uh, I need to go soon so we should read our listener stories I have just a couple um all right so talking about um people that you go on dates with and you expect them to pay i have a friend and um i'm not gonna say names just because like i know her but she went out and she um it was a few years ago like i don't know 10 years ago or something she went out on this date with this guy, and they were supposed to go out to dinner. 
basically they met in a club and then they were like, let's go out to dinner sometime. And they did. But because she didn't really know him and she didn't, um, like 10 years ago was still before you could like check social media to see if they were a killer or not. Um, which is crazy to think about, but it's true. Um, she brought, she brought a couple friends with her to the date and they were, they, they weren't with her at the table, but they were like in the restaurant eating and watching just to make sure she was okay, which is really smart. And so she meets up with this guy that she met in the club because he was really pretty. And, um, she was like, Hey, and apparently he was just like really dumb. You know what I'm talking about? Like not really good at holding a conversation just like very like he only really wanted to talk about one thing kind of like your date with the blacksmith you know what i'm talking about yeah so she was like oh my god and uh my friend the the one that i'm talking about is just very brutally honest with people so it's very funny because like she just kept bringing up different topics and he would just revert back to the topic that they were talking about. And so she got the appetizers and they were eating them and she was trying to talk to him. And then she got drinks and she was drinking, trying like, oh, maybe if, you know, maybe if he has a couple beers in him or something, he'll open up and want to start talking. Right. So they get to the uh, dinner section and she's just like, nah, I'm not doing this. And he's like, what? And she stands up and she's like, I'm not doing this. So then she <laughs> she continues by uh, calling over the waiter while she's standing there, getting the check, paying the entire tab plus tip, and then just being like, you're way too, you're, you're very pretty, but you're way too dumb to fuck. And then she leaves. Thank God. <laughs> Awful. Oh yeah. God. Yeah. And so that was sent to us. Very funny. Hey, um, hey. Can I, little side note thing, because, like, in the past, you couldn't check to see if people were murderers. You, you know about, um, Rodney Alcala? No, I don't. Oh, my God. Okay, so, I think this was, like, in the 70s. Yeah, I think it was in the 70s. This dude was literally a fucking serial killer, right? A serial killer. And, like, it's not like they knew at the moment, but he went on the dating game. What? He went on the dating game. I'm pretty sure that this was, like, in the beginning of his thing, or, like, I've heard it was right before his spree, but I've also, when I was I was watching a documentary thing about him, they said it was in the middle. They, like, took a little break to go on the dating game, and he was on TV, and he won. Oh, my God. He won the dating game, and he went on the date with the woman, and she said, like, she never saw him again because he was creepy. But, like, you can actually find, like, you can watch the episode. It's online. That's amazing. But, yeah. But it's, like, you couldn't, you couldn't look up anything about people anyway, you know? So, she, like, crazy stuff like that actually happens. But, yeah, anyway. Sorry, I had to do a little side note there. Next listener thing. So, the other uh, story is also by the same person, and she said, where is it? Once, okay, once I told five different guys I was going to see this band at this club, and I managed to go, as I was telling all five of them that I would see them there, I managed to go and hook up with two of them separately without the other one knowing, and then uh, I didn't see the other three 
or if I did, I guess that like we didn't end up hooking up and then nobody knew anything until later on that night when three of them showed up at a diner that I was eating at and confronted me about it. And I said, I never considered any of you dates. I told you that I would see you at this concert if you went. That's so funny. That sounds like a sitcom. Like that that old thing where like they have two dates to the prom or something. Oh my god. <laughs> or like that Bojack episode. Where he's with the two different prison gangs. Yes. Oh my god. I love it. Anyway, if you have good, bad, funny dates stories send them to us we are i look cuter on the internet at gmail.com we also have instagram you should follow which is i look cuter on the internet and we have a twitter which is okay i l c o t i podcast podcast so it's basically just the initials of i look cuter on the internet and then podcast so follow us on everything. We're also on Facebook. And uh, rate us on iTunes, please. If you have an iTunes or you use Apple Podcasts, please review us and rate us if you like what you're hearing because it helps so much. Yeah, absolutely. Rate us, subscribe, download, whatever you got to do. So, yeah. And that's that's just about going to do it. So I'm Travis Love. And I'm Ariel Apathetic. And we will see you next time. Bye. Let's talk about love in only the realest ways. Let's talk about love. Let's talk about hate. Let's talk about love. I know it's a little overplayed. Let's talk about love, 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 and our worst dates. Because I look cuter on the internet. You know that I look cuter on your phone But still I'll date you so I feel less alone But please don't try to bring me home No, no, with your host Traps Love And Ariel, this is I look cuter on the internet 